listening to SBS On The Money with Ricardo Gonsalves. Hi everyone, it's a daily 10-minute business and finance news wrap for this Tuesday, the 24th of January 2023. Later, the Australian share market has one of its best starts to the year in decades. But first to tomorrow's CPI data, the inflation numbers, where it should confirm that inflation has indeed peaked and it comes as businesses report some inflationary pressures have eased. That's according to NAB's business survey, which showed confidence is still low and conditions have slid for the third month in a row. For more, I spoke earlier with Alan Oster. He's the chief economist at NAB. What it's really saying is people are thinking that things are okay now, um, but they might not be so good in uh, the next little while. And particularly where you see the big gap in confidence vis-a-vis conditions is retail and wholesale. Um, and so they're, they're basically saying, well, things are good, but we're not sure it's going to be that much um, or that good going forward. And you can see it also, board orders have come on down a long way. What are some of the things that businesses are actually struggling struggling with then at the moment? Well, look, I think they're still struggling with the higher cost of uh, input costs. They're still worried about what's going to happen when uh, consumers start to essentially pay off a lot more on their mortgages. And, you know, and the global economy isn't great. And so you've seen, uh, particularly in this survey, big falls in profitability in the mining sector because of commodity prices. So, you know, there's a sort of the mixture of what, you would expect to see it's going to play out over the next 12 months or so. So it's the key story that even though business conditions, is, they're still relatively high. Still high. Right, is the story, though, the future doesn't look so good? Yes. And, and what it's also saying to some extent is there's been a loss of momentum in the back end of last year. Still good, but they can see it in their forward orders. They can see capacities less extended than it was, and therefore they're less confident. What does it mean for these businesses then? Does it mean their profitability will be impacted? And second of all, does it mean job losses? Well, not straight away, because job losses or the labour market normally takes about six months after activity starts to turn down. And what the survey is saying is activity is still strong. Um, So I would expect to see unemployment starting to edge up a little bit from about the middle of the year. Uh, certainly not straight away. Um, and, you know, we've got something like 4% uh, by the end of this year and 45 the following year. So a moderate deterioration in the labour market, but not straight away. What about indications of where um, inflation is going? Because we get those numbers, the official numbers tomorrow. Do you reckon we've already seen a peak? What's business saying? Yeah, so our, our numbers were basically seeing pretty big slowdowns in purchase costs, still pretty high. And we're seeing it, you know, instead of getting 3% increases in wages on a quarterly basis, or 3% increase in of prices on a quarterly basis, we're getting something like two and a half. So tomorrow, we're expecting something like one six for both the trim mean, which is the underlying measure, and for the headline. So that means inflation in headline sense over the last years, like seven six. Not that long ago, most of us, including the Reserve Bank, were talking about a peak of eight. And I think we're probably, during the course of this quarter, seeing the peak of inflation. Stay high for a long time, but I think the peak has already probably passed. So finally then, what does that mean for interest rates? 
Well, I think the Reserve Bank is still extremely likely to increase in February. Um, we're just going to have to wait and see. We've got them going also in March, but if the data continues to slow, then they could even go on hold in March. But at this stage, we've got um, February and March in rate increases, then nothing, uh, basically, for the rest of the year and maybe some cuts starting early twenty four. That's Alan Oster there from NAB. Now to the Australian share market, which did close stronger. The A6200 up by 0.4%, 7,490. For more, I spoke earlier with Robert Telefsky. He's the Managing Director at Activist Investment Advisors. Australian share market is up uh, a fraction, up half a percent. It followed a strong lead uh, from Wall Street and uh, the strengthening and rebounding uh, tech sector. Australian shares are up 5.7% year-to-date. That's one of the best starts it's had uh, in decades. Uh, US share market, um, to a lesser extent, it's only up a couple of percent uh, year-to-date. So we've got the US corporate reporting season on at the moment. Overnight, US leading indicators index fell for a straight 10th month, impacting the US dollar overnight. How's the market feeling about the US right now? Yeah, so the Q4 uh, 2022 Earnings season uh, will be a key focus for investors over the next few weeks. Um, This reporting season hasn't started particularly well. Um, Overall, 11% of companies have reported uh, thus far. Expectations overall for for Q4 2022 are a decline of 4.5%. That really, uh, it's interesting as well because it's the first time that that particular index uh, has reported a year-on-year decline since Q3 2020. Um, some of the common themes that we're hearing through the corporates uh, and what, when they're reporting is concerns around higher wages uh, costs and input costs eating into their profit margins. We do expect the global economic growth um, uh, to deteriorate uh, later this year into the second half of this year. Um, and we expect global growth to come in below 2% this year as compared to last year, which was up 3.2%. So not falling off a cliff, but not exactly um, that, you know, that strong as what it was last year. Um, in terms of, I guess, recession, um, you know, Europe and UK, uh, we're expecting them to be in recession for, for a fair chunk of this year. The US will probably experience a mild recession, while here in Australia, we might just escape um, that recession. Um, but, you know, we think corporates and consumer balance sheets should be able to withstand a mild recession um, into this year. Unemployment rate has still um, stayed fairly anchored to all-time lows. Um, interestingly, um, you know, we've heard news in a, a roughly about 50,000 job cuts through a lot of throughout US um, in this month. Some of the companies that sort of you know reported were you know Google, Meta, Amazon, uh, Spotify, Twitter, and and some of the US banks as well. And you know these cuts, um, you know, have will probably start to move into that sort of extremely low uh, unemployment rate at the moment. Um, but, you know, most of these job cuts uh, are tech-based. Um, you know, um, however, you know, tech, uh, I guess, uh, jobs are quite, um, you know, are high in demand in the US as a result. But saying that, you know, markets, I guess, you know, you got all this bad news, but, you know, markets also tend to sort of really price things looking forward. So, you know, it might be a, a lot of this bad news may have already been priced in the market. Finally, um, I think this is the first time I'm speaking to you this year. So where do you see the opportunities for investors in 2023? So the next couple of months, we sort of should see uh, a good little window for equities um, off the back of the possibility of both the Fed 
and the RBA pausing on interest rate increases over the next couple, over the next period, I should say. We expect to see the Fed pause at something around that 5% um, rate. Uh, here in Australia, the RBA probably uh, lesser to lesser than that, um, something in the three and a half percent. Obviously, that's a good thing for Australian mortgage uh, holders because um, relative to our US counterparts, we're not paying as high as our rate. Um, over the next couple of months, the, the sectors that we think should do well um, in a risk-on environment, uh, smaller companies, uh, sectors, the emerging markets, and as obviously we see China come back online and you know have that sort of less restrictions around you know movement as well, and uh, and also you know corporate bonds. I mean you know who would have thought sort of a couple of years back, but now you know looking very attractive and from a yield perspective and you know rewarding investors with something in that sort of six to eight percent yield. Robert Tulevsky there from Activist Investment Advisors. This SBS On The Money podcast is provided for informational purposes only. The content on this podcast should not be understood as constituting advice or a recommendation. It is not personal advice and does not consider your personal circumstances or objectives. You should contact a licensed professional before making any financial decision. Yeah.